Love Madden, the podcast, is now the self-love podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and we back. And we back. And we back. Hey. I'm really happy to be back in the hot seat. Yes. It's been, it feels like forever. I can't, it does. I don't even know when we stopped recording. I think it was May. May. Like, it feels like eons ago. Like a, like a whole eternity of life has passed. <laughs> the freak. Super facts. Super facts. Um, so without further ado, what you love and what you leaving? So I'm late to this party. This is, mm-hmm. I'm loving this thing. And okay. I'm super late, but it is something that I watched over the summer. And not when everybody else was watching it because I'm just late on the bandwagon, like I said. But, what you about to say? Bridgerton? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Abbott Elementary. Oh. Have you watched it? I I really want to... I did. I have. (laughs) Oh, no. I really want to say that I like it because I love what they're doing. I do. (laughs) And I love The Office. And I love that mockumentary style. I don't like it. You don't like it? I'm not. I'm going to keep it. I just don't laugh. Throughout it, I just don't laugh. Yeah, some of it, I could I could see that. Like, I think it took me a little, like, an episode or two to kind of get into it. I done got to four or five, oh, yeah, and I'm, okay. I just, I'm going to pick back up because I love Quinta. I love Shirley. I mean, I love everything about it and even, like, the awesome <laughs> stuff she's doing in real life for the schools. Yes. And so, um, yeah, I don't love it. I want you to love it. No, you can you, you don't have to love it. But I love it. I I don't know if I what my sense of humor is like. You know, some people like dry humor, some mm-hmm. people are like they can laugh easily. I think I'm probably in the middle somewhere, but mm-hmm. I enjoy it. It's a little over the top and sometimes the stuff seems a little corny, but I mean, yeah. Something. I don't yeah, I don't dislike it. I just don't love you it. You don't love it. I yeah, like it. the principal, she's funny. You know, those scenes are funny when she comes in and does some of this stuff, but it just it doesn't curl all the way over for me. All right. Well, if you love Abbott Elementary, let Tap us know. In. Tap in. <laughs> let us know about what you think about the new season. I just got back in town and I just caught up last night. So we can talk all things breakup and mm-hmm. yeah, mm. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say. What are you loving or leaving I know for a fact that I left this before, but I'm really leaving it now. I mean, I'm not leaving it, but I'm having a hard time with the Instagram algorithm. <sighs> Instagram, I'm, TikTok, I'm doing my I'm doing my best with creating voiceover reels and video content, and I promise you that I that some of my reels I feel like they be getting shadow banned. Mm-hmm. Like I'll put them in my stories to and, get more traction. <laughs> And you can see, you know, your number of views. And yes. my, if I put a reel in my stories that's about like um, coming to like the Love Madden website mm-hmm. or the shop, it'll get like 90 views. But if I put a different kind of reel or picture in there, it'll mm-hmm. get, you know, five, 600 views even, right? So 
I don't know. I made a reel this summer about macaroni salad (laughs) (laughs) and it got, you know, over 10K. If I make a reel about anything having to do with the Lord, my blog, my shop, it's getting less than 1K. I can't figure it out, but here's what I do have. If you love my content, yeah. here's what I do have for y'all. So you That's already know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so y'all already know you can go to lovemadden.com and sign up for the emails. I don't spam you. You get one a week at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always something enriching. It's something for you, right? Mm-hmm. But now I have this text game. So you can text the word love to 202-933-9222. Mm-hmm. And you'll get some inspiration from me, usually weekly, sometimes not. I just switched to a different um, text provider, and so I had not sent anything out for a couple of weeks until I made the switch. But mm-hmm. you can expect something from me weekly. And also, I have a big launch coming up with Love Goods yes. Co. And so I want to be able to reach people who want to be reached by me and yeah. people who want to see what it is that I'm sharing. So I'll be sharing weekly word, inspiration, scripture, motivation, announcements, all of that on text message. And, and it's two-way texting. It's not just a marketing texting. So if you, if I text you, you can text me back. Um, now, hopefully that doesn't get overwhelming. I mean, you can decide. But if she doesn't text you back, don't, don't take, take it personal. personal. So the cool thing is, too, <laughs> so for some of the text campaigns, like if it's something where maybe I'm reaching out and asking a question or asking mm. people how they're doing. Um, like an auto response or something? Well, it, oh. it um, what do you call it? Batches. It puts batches. That's the word. Like it'll batch similar responses. Okay. So if I get a bunch of yeses or a bunch of, you know, if, somebody, if I ask a question and a bunch of people say, whatever, I can respond to the batched things. So, you know, okay. it doesn't have that to be one-on-one. It could be one to 10 or one to 20, but... Um, but I'd like to do one-on-one as well. Like I have whoever yeah. signs up with like their birthday. I like to send personal birthday messages and not just like make them automated, but like send a message to that person. So, you know. Yeah. I got, I signed up for the new gang and yeah. um, gang I don't gang. remember if I entered in my birthday, but mm. well, let me go back so that I can good, get. Good news is I know your birthday. I was going to say, <laughs> no, let me, I want all the personal messages. Yes. <laughs> get all the it might be a little promo, birthday promo code, okay? The Lord oh. might move me to send you a uh, Starbucks refresher. Might be, oh. Yeah. You know, there might be some little perks in there for you. Y'all better get on these perks. Get on it. So that's 202-933-9222. And you sounded <laughs> just like a telephone marketer, whatever. Thanks. Perfect. That was the goal. And now it's time to set the table. Ding, 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 ding. All right. So I want to tell you guys a little bit about, this is a, a preview trailer episode. This is a bonus episode. So next week we're going to kick off with episode one, but I want to tell you guys a little bit about what you can expect this season. So I'm going to read you a little bit of an intro that I wrote. So in January of 2022, at the start of the year, I launched a 26-part series called A Weekly Word as a weekly devotional for our Love Madden community of readers. Um, this weekly message revolved around a passage and was supported by a prayer and a practice for the week. So it was something we could not just read, but something that we could move on intentionally um, together as a community. A weekly word definitely took off and people wanted more. So Tanil and I will be unpacking each concept um, this season. Um on our podcast. So I want you all to join us as we walk through our scripture um, and the science around self-love and self-compassion. 
and also share our personal journeys along the way. A lot of people did not notice this, but A Weekly Word is a 26-part series because it is a word A through Z Mm. that's focused on um, self-love, self-compassion, and healing. And so we will be kicking off next week with the letter A, and the word of the week will be acceptance, but not until I got to like XYZ did people realize. Yeah, I was going to say, it took me until about (laughs) HI to realize like, oh, (laughs) these are coming in ABC order. Yeah. So the plan is um, as we're digging through the season, I want to kind of mine the content of the podcast and some of the richness that Mm -hmm. we get out of this to edit, um, package and publish a weekly word into a devotional. So that's the plan because it it was, you know, so well responded to on the socials and newsletter. Um, and it's also on the blog, but I think it'll be too soon without taking the time to dig through the conversation here right. to kind of put it all together. So I'm going to see what I can get out of all of this and put it together. So yeah, and Maddie didn't, um, we didn't talk about this prior, but I would say I encourage you all to really interact with us this season Please. so that Maddie, you know, we are getting that rich conversation and we are able, or she is able to put that um, and incorporate it into the devotional because that devotional is going to reach millions of women. We're going to just claim Man. it already. Yes. And so we want it to be really informed by what our community um, is thinking and feeling and how you all have been able to navigate life and your own self-love journey through each of these words. That's true. And I talk about, you know, kind of operating at the intersection of scripture and science, but Mm -hmm. I think there's a third S, which is story, you Mm -hmm. know, or maybe it's social, but there's also just a component of what we learn from one another and our life experiences that I think really inform um, the content that we're able to put out through Love Madden and all the extensions of that. So I am really excited. So because there are 26 words, we're going to split it up over two seasons. So I think we're going A through K, um, season five, and then we'll finish up L through Z, season six, which will be after we come back from winter break next February. So um, we're looking forward to at least two more seasons of the podcast. Pushing through. Um, but today is a little bit of a different episode. Today is our, um, you know, we always do a how we've been doing intro episode. And then at the end of the season, we do a wrap up. And we know you guys love them because they have the highest um, listen to rates because mm-hmm. people love to know about people's personal business. So <laughs> we'll be talking about our personal business in this episode. So we'll be sharing about um, our summers, yes. our plans, and the yes. season ahead. So with that being said, let's dig, dig in. in. <laughs> Yummy. Summer of 2022. I, I had a couple of like... <laughs> things for the summer. If you all have been rocking with us for a really long time, you remember Citrus and Sugar. So Uh I called it the summer of lemons and lemonade. Uh I called it the summers of peaks and valleys. There has just been a lot going on this summer in both of our lives. Um, You know, some joyous, some not so joyous, but um, we are here. Yes. We are still grateful. Yes. The Lord has kept us. Hallelujah. <laughs> so we're just going to kind of walk through some um, some of what our summer had and it had in store for us and share that with you all. So mm-hmm. my first question for mm-hmm. you, Maddie, is okay. what was the, we're going to start with the peak. Okay. What was the highlight of your summer? 
Uh, it would have to have been summer vacations. So mm. I don't know when we stopped recording, but I took my husband on a birthday trip, surprise birthday trip to Jamaica in May. So I don't know if that made it to the end of the last thing or where we were. I but you were about to go or something like that. So that was our you know, vacation. And then at the end of the summer, we had a family vacation, mm. um, which was really fun because um, we didn't really do a lot of like traveling throughout COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after COVID, he and I had both done like friend trips and stuff like that or trips together. Um, but we hadn't taken the baby on a trip. And so we went to Orlando and had a lot of fun. Um, I think there's a little bit of a dip in this one. It was a, it was a peak with a little, you know, tiny bit of a valley because we got COVID the week before we were supposed to go, all three of us, um, COVID is still out here running the streets. Yeah, running the still streets. running the streets. So it caught us, but by the grace of God, we all made it through. Mm-hmm. Um, baby girl was essentially asymptomatic, and Ben and I were out for the count for a few days. Uh, but we pushed through, postponed the vacation mm-hmm. um, by about 10 days, and then we got out there. And we had a really, really, really good time. Good. Um, it was a lot of people. Actually, Marcus, our sound engineer, was there at the same time as us. And we oh, had just realized that. Yeah, we missed each other, but we you know, were kind of delayed in finding out mm-hmm. we were there at the same time. But um, we had lots of friends and family who happened to be there at the same time that we oh, were able nice. to catch up with while we were there. So definitely vacation and vacation and me-cation, all the cations um, <laughs> were the highlight of my summer. And the other highlight that came right at the end of my summer, air horns. I made the leap. I left my full-time job to pursue Love Madden full-time. I love that for you. Yeah. You are not beholden to the man anymore. I'm out here. (laughs) I am out cheer, okay, with no check to look forward to on Friday. But thank you, God, for provision, Provision. for husband, and savings, and savings. (laughs) Lord, you provide. You made a way. You know, actually, it it made me think... um, of one of our friends, a, a guy friend, he had um, was doing some work for Steve Harvey a while ago, and Steve basically told him, you know, if you leak, God will pull mm-hmm. out the net and catch mm-hmm. you, right? That's so right. he is going to provide. He is going to bless you for taking Amen. this step because a lot of people would not have the courage to do so. So, Amen. Um, you know, I just want to applaud you. I've already told you that I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, we're going to see what God has in store, but I'm excited to um, ride your coattail along the way. <laughs> Not now, you all. I don't mean ride her coattail in to the that bank. way. But, you know, she gets a little invitation here or there. I can be her plus it's one. It's giving plus one energy. Exactly. It's giving. It's giving, <laughs> giving Gail to Oprah. It's giving Oprah best supporting Gail. cast member. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, know I'm, how to play my role. I'm, I'm excited. I thank you and I received that. And I had a really great um, transition out of my prior position. And they did a seat of honor and they honored me and um, showered me with affirming words and prayers mm-hmm. and gave me encouragement. And my previous boss and pastor um, kind of gave me 
some advice, business advice, but also mm-hmm. spiritual advice um, to really stay connected to God in this season. That because what I'm planning to do is not just business, but in many ways I consider it ministry. ministry right. um, and that, you know, I can expect some attack. The, the attack of the enemy. And this last week, child, the devil mm-hmm. said, I'm coming oh, for I you. see a little entryway. But, child. but. But it won't work. He pushed pushed his ass back. <laughs> it, it won't work. It won't um work. so I'm excited, but I'm also just kind of gearing up because when you take a leap, there's a risk, right? And yeah, you can expect sure. some challenges to come. So I've got my armor on, I'm excited. Um, but I've also got my defenses up and I'm, you know, ready to be um both challenged and and elevated. I'm ready for I'm ready for whatever's ahead because I, I got God with me. So that's that's where I'm at with it. Mm. Yes, child. What about you? What was the highlight of your summer? Because I don't. I almost went into the low lights. <laughs> almost went into the. I was tiptoeing into the. Low, into the, the it's just it's still fresh, guys. Into the into the valley. <laughs> um. So highlights from the summer. I would have to say I have two highlights that mm-hmm. I'll share with you all. Um. The first is that I. Purchased a home. Yes. Yes. Um, You all know, because I've said it a million times, I lived in a one-bedroom condo that during the pandemic began to feel like a box that I couldn't escape. Um, But the Lord blessed me with finding the home of my dreams. Now, that doesn't come with a little bit of challenge because we know mm-hmm. with every dream comes challenge. That's it. But, um, that's the theme. I, that's the theme. I have... Really, I feel like I found my forever home. It's a place where I have enough space just for me. It's not, it doesn't feel overwhelming mm-hmm. um, just for, you know, me, but it has space for me to grow a family if mm-hmm. I choose. Mm-hmm. It has outdoor space for me to entertain my family and friends. It has the pool that I've always wanted. But again, yes. the pool has become the, the bane of my existence. <laughs> But we won't talk about that because the Lord will provide. Rich the people Lord, problems. If y'all know of any um, work from home, part-time jobs, <laughs> let, your, let your girl know, okay? Because I need some extra coins. I either, y'all need to pray for me for a second income. That can come in many different forms. It can come in the form of a nice genuine, gentle, loving, caring man. It can come in the form of a part-time job. It can come in both of those forms because I do like multiple streams of income. That's right. But hey, so no. But yes, I love my (laughs) home. Um, I'm excited about it. So um, that was a highlight. And then the other highlight- Wait, speaking of riding coattails, because in this scenario, I'll be riding my coattails all the way down to Southern Maryland because her- (laughs) Her home is beautiful. Um, we actually already have co-hosted something there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be planning to host more stuff. So if y'all ever yes. see a secret location for a Love Madden event, it might be it the might secret be location. <laughs> yes, her house. Honestly, I have thought about all these events that I want to host. And some of them I wanted to do this year. And I was like, Tanil, you have way too many things going on right now. But I'm telling you, fall and summer and spring Let's of 2023, go. I'm going to be having some really, really nice events for my family, my friends. And like you said, maybe I'll throw a little surprise pop-up yes. at a location. I, I can't be it. letting all y'all know where I live. Nah, no. But some of y'all can know. All right. What's number two on your love it, on your 
a highlight list or you say you had two uh, things, right? Yeah, I did have a second mm-hmm. thing. The second thing was I just came back from an amazing trip to um, Europe. So I went mm-hmm. to a small city outside of Amsterdam. I went to Paris. I went to London. Um, this is my first time actually ever going to Europe. So uh, it was a really great experience. I did a little bit of touristy, like go see the sites. I did a lot of shopping. Y'all, I'm not going to tell y'all about all the shopping that I did that I really mm-hmm. had no business doing. Did you buy and me anything? No. Wow. That was, that was kind of rude. That hurt. You could but at I least brought me back some <laughs> chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> some tea. <laughs> I actually did. I, I did think about that. But then I was like, can I put this tea in my bag? You know, all the customs rules. Um, you ain't even give me nothing from the duty free? <laughs> In the airport. Yeah. By the time I got back to the airport for duty free, your girl was dutied out. Okay. So (laughs) no more money for duty free. Okay. Oh, it's Um, all good. It's all good. Yes, no, 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 no. But um actually I might have something in the stash. But um yeah, so it was just an amazing experience. It just opened me up to going back um, to, I really love London. Mm-hmm. I, I love the vibe of London a little bit more than Paris. So mm-hmm. um, I can see myself going back to London. I'll go back to Paris too. Um, but I, I, like I said, I love London a little bit more. And um, yeah, it was just an exciting time. It was much needed because your girl, like Maddie says, we're about to tiptoe into the valleys. Mm. It has been a, a little bit of a time, so I just yeah. needed a little bit of um, rest and renewal. So mm-hmm. I was able to get the renewal part. I don't know about the rest because we were like gallivanting city to city, but yeah. um, it was good. Yeah, I'm with you. I um, if I if I don't go to Paris again, I would be okay. Mm-hmm. But um, I also enjoyed London, the time yeah. that I spent in London. So maybe we can make it a bestie trip if we head back yes and so one of our other girlfriends was saying that she wanted to do christmas in london and i was like oh that would be really cool so yeah and we all three of us have good trip chemistry so maybe we'll do family christmas in london that would be cute right we have traveled together because as you've heard us say on this podcast and other podcasts before that trip chemistry is crucial you can it's some people you can hang with but you cannot travel with and that's too much of an investment to be blown. Right. To be puffed so. up and mad. Exactly. All right. The next mm. question is, we've gone to the peaks mm-hmm. and we got to head down to the valley. What mm. was the low point or challenge from this summer? So when we ended this season, we ended it with hopeful expectation that we would be um, returning to this podcast, not as two, but as four or more. And um, I was going in the beginning of 2022 through um, in vitro fertilization. So I've shared this um, in part on the podcast before, but I have suffered from recurrent miscarriage. And so I have, I, I, we, we get pregnant very um, easily and quickly. I've been pregnant every year of my life for the last eight years. Um, And so I've had actually eight um, pregnancies and I have one living child. And it was determined that there was something at the chromosomal level 
it's made this challenging. And so while I know that I can get pregnant and carry full term, um, which is a blessing to know, I've had an issue with getting the right egg, the right embryo um, that's compatible with life. And so because of that, we have gone to IVF because there's testing that can be done at the chromosomal level, um, but it requires um, in vitro fertilization. It can't be done sort of from a spontaneous pregnancy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we did that. Um, For anybody who's been through it, it is very um, taxing physically, physically for sure. Um, Also, you know, emotionally and everything else. So we we went through a couple rounds of that and we did get an embryo that tested completely normal. We were excited. It was wonderful. And so once you do the testing, then they have to put the embryo back into your body with hopes that it will attach and implant. And so we did that process and it didn't implant and they don't have any real explanation for why. Um, But the hardest part for us is getting that healthy embryo. And so I was as good as um, done when I got the healthy embryo that, you know, we would be good to go. Um, It didn't, it didn't implant. And so insult to injury. So I'm, you know, kind of working through that and was totally unexpected. I knew it was something that could happen. I didn't expect it to happen because um, my body's been so receptive to the past. A lot of times if you've got an embryo that's not the best quality, it won't even implant. Right. In my case, everything implants. Implant. You know, so I've got yeah. I've got embryos that probably shouldn't make it that that end up implanting. And so that's why I've had all these miscarriages. Mm-hmm. So the fact that such a great high quality embryo and I was in such great health wouldn't implant. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of took my breath away. I didn't really expect that. Yeah. And then a couple months later, I decided, all right, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I don't think I want to go back into this. I kind of made peace with the idea of just even just moving forward with the one kid and, you know, mm-hmm. that'd be it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said to God, if you want to do this, you, you know, do this your way. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to go back through the IVF again right now. Mm-hmm. So a couple months later, I find out I'm pregnant again, spontaneously unexpected. Um, and without getting too much into my reproductive history, Mm -hmm. um, I had to have one of my fallopian tubes removed because I had experienced uh, an ectopic pregnancy, which can be life-threatening. And so Mm -hmm. this big traumatic thing happened in 2017. And so, you know, I'm down a tube, so I'm not thinking it would be as easy to get pregnant again, but, um, no, gotta, y'all, y'all got some some working super swimmers. eggs and some sperm. <laughs> nothing else. Super swimmers, okay? So I've actually since since the ectopic, I've I've had four pregnancies: the baby, and then I three three losses. And so, um, that being said, you guys know how the story ends. We had another loss very recently. Um, and so this summer I experienced sort of the high and the excitement and then it didn't work and then I got pregnant again and there's always that sort of, you know, again, that guarded sort of hope that, Hey, this happened spontaneously. We weren't even trying, maybe this is it. And then experienced another loss. So it's been sort of this up and down zigzag. Um, but even in that, I've been able to Mm -hmm. find a lot of, um, lessons and we'll talk about lessons and and fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, most of which has been taking extra time to process my emotions, Mm. where I am, the season that I'm in. Mm. And just because you've been through something for an extended period of time, or you've been through something many times, doesn't necessarily mean that, I mean, it does get easier for me for certain. It's definitely Mm -hmm. something that I'm more prepared for, but it doesn't mean that you still don't need to take the time to process. 
Um, and so if you are somebody, and it might not be the same situation, likely not, because I, you know, this is what I'm going through is kind of an anomaly. I know it's been so right. many times, but if you are going through something where you feel like you keep hitting a wall or you kind of keep going through a repeated experience, or you're, you're considering it just an extended season of challenges, mm-hmm. I would just mm-hmm. urge you to continue to do the work to process, yeah. to make the time and to take the time to check in with yourself because um, every situation can still be different and hit different at different times of your life. So those are kind of my, my lows and a, and a touch into my lesson. Um, what about you? What are your, what are your kind of valleys of summer 2022? Yeah, I think you <clears throat> hit on it. Um, you said we were coming to this podcast as to hoping to leave with four. I think you were mm-hmm. talking about your own family. However, or were you no, talking about me? I was talking about oh, me and oh, you. Okay, okay. And okay. The two, I got, the I two thought, more, I the co-hosts. I, I thought so. I thought so, but I wasn't sure. All right. <laughs> and so... Uh, Actually, a, a couple weeks. So if you all listen to my podcast, uh, the Overreaction Podcast, if you don't listen, you need to go check it plug, out right plug. now. Um, <laughs> at the end of last season of the podcast, I mentioned that I was heading into um, the next kind of big step in the journey. Um, and that next big step was a frozen embryo transfer. Maddie just talked about, you know, when you're going through IVF, they go through the process of um, creating the embryo. I was able to create an embryo. I did not, unlike Maddie, have my embryo tested um, because I only had one viable embryo. So the doctor's recommendation was to just go ahead and um, give it a try. We don't know um, whether or not the embryo was healthy or not, but Mm -hmm. we do know that the embryo did not implant. And Mm -hmm. so um, Maddie and I were really going through this pretty much at the same same time. time. Not planned. (laughs) Not planned, but it just happened that way. Um, I think I was a week or two ahead of her. Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was definitely the, I think the low light of the, of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that you have one chance um, and that, you know, you're kind of putting everything, all of your hopes and your dreams into that one chance. Um, it, it's a lot. And when it doesn't work out, that can be a lot too. Um, and so it just was a season where, like Maddie said, I had to process. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to grieve the mm-hmm. loss, even though I was never pregnant, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm still grieving the loss of it not working. Yeah. And so that was very difficult um, for me to do. Um IVF can definitely be, and I think even if you're partnered, um, Maddie, you can tell me if you agree. Mm-hmm. I think it can be a very isolating oh, for sure. place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to, to deal and struggle with that. And then normally I'm a person who doesn't, um, I project strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really probably like a, a mushy teddy bear mm-hmm. on the inside, but I don't let many people... <laughs> Um, know that about me. Mm-hmm. And so just trying to tell myself I was okay and trying to project that to other people around me to let them know I'm okay. But then really on the inside, I wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. That was like a whole struggle of the summer itself. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm still kind of processing. And then um, after a couple of months, I kind of f- tried to figure out what my next steps would be. 
Um, and I'm still processing that. So the podcast, the overreaction podcast is coming back. You'll hear yes. a lot more of the story um, of the frozen embryo transfer and what I learned and what my next steps might be. And I, I've learned so many things <laughs> during this season. Huh. Um, one we'll talk about in the next episode of this podcast, which is about accepting where God has you uh-huh. and what that looks like and how you deal with it. So, um, yeah, I think that was really the the low light of the summer is going through this process for almost a year. Like when I look at when I actually started the process with mm-hmm. Shady Grove, it was December of 2020. And it wasn't until May 2022 when I was finally able to get over um, all of the obstacles and the challenges to have that frozen embryo transfer Mm -hmm. and for it not to work after two years, Mm -hmm. it was just, it was crushing, but that hurts still here. That hurts. Yeah. And something you said about not being okay, but projecting that you are okay, I think is a nugget. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that we need to underline and highlight Mm -hmm. or whatever, because there's so many people pretending to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to say to whoever, I think is somebody listening, mm-hmm. it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody listening that needs to hear that. It's okay to not be okay. Everyone's not going to be okay all the time. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as this standard of perfection. It's all right yeah. to be down. You don't have to let everybody into that but right. you have to let somebody into that. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a level of vulnerability in order to be able to process. Um, and we don't have to carry everything on our shoulders or project that everything's all right all the time. We can decline invitations. We can step back. We can you know, do whatever it is that we need to do and give ourselves permission to do that for as long as we need to do that. Second thing that I want to tell somebody right now just kind of based on what we just said, is that there's no timeline for grief. Mm -mm. There's no timeline by which you should get back to being okay. So not only is it all right to not be okay, it's all right to not be okay for however long it takes. And there are varying degrees. It doesn't mean we shouldn't be doing work and seeking help in that time, right? We should definitely be processing and seeking help during that time. But it's not like, all right, I have to deal with the, the grief within a year after the person mm-hmm. passed or, mm-hmm. you know, I need to be good in time for my birthday or whatever arbitrary right. deadlines we make. Right. Um, I think as we do the work, what our grief looks like, what our guilt looks like, what our shame looks, it will shift. Mm-hmm. Um, it might shrink. Mm-hmm. It might move to different positions or manifest in different ways. Yeah. Um, but it's okay for us to carry some of that with us for an extended time while we're doing the work. That's normal and natural and healthy and human. So I just want to release somebody today with that message. (laughs) And it's okay to go slow. And one thing that I'll um, say, and I know we're going a little long on this, but Mm -hmm. um, like Maddie said, it's, it's okay. And you have to find at least one person that you can be vulnerable with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, normally that person is someone who is super close to you, Mm -hmm. but I will say that in this season, there was someone who came into my life that I didn't know before a couple of weeks before Mm -hmm. this transfer that has also served as kind of a support support or Mm -hmm. a soft place to like put some of those feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that happened because, and I'm not uh, a proponent of this, because I was a person who is perceived as 
someone who's always so strong. That person didn't have that preconceived notion of me. Mm. So I felt a little bit more comfortable Mm -hmm. placing that or showing that weakness there. Um, And so however you need, whoever needs to be that soft place for you, that vulnerable place, make sure you have discernment so you're not just giving your stuff to anybody. But um, it's okay. It it don't feel like it has to be someone who is like super close to you. so as long as you're able to get it out, I think that's the most important part. So yeah, you gotta, if you got to pay somebody to get it out, yes. you, then you pay somebody. That's you know? it. So, okay. All right. Um, is there anything you would do or are doing differently based on the season that you are coming out of or that has just passed? Yes. Um, I am redefining what peace looks like for me. Mm. And it's not tied to an outcome. I'm recognizing that... Mm. Peace is a practice. A state of being. It's a state of being. It's a choice. Mm. And submission to God, and we'll talk next week about acceptance, is a choice and mm. it's a practice. It's something you have to exercise on a regular basis. It's not like, okay, God, I'm giving this to you and then we just move on. That's not how we're set up. I'm giving this to you and I'm checking in and I'm and I'm and I'm reminding myself that God has it and I'm submitting and I'm in the word and I'm practicing peace actively. Um, And for me, that's been staying close to God, not just every day, but all day, every day. Mm. So being in conversation, it doesn't have to be eloquent prayers. It doesn't have to be a word with Madden that's been written and thought over. And it's just talking. It's just talking in the shower and in the car and, you know, just kind of getting some of that out and journaling and reading and writing and and sharing with others who I think are really extensions of God in my life. Like I have people in my life who feel like extensions of God, who just feel Mm. like on time. Um, Mm. Like you said, you know, a a friend that might Mm -hmm. come out of somewhere, reason, season, lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, you know, my main lesson. And the thing that I've kind of taken out of this is that there can be peace in the wait Mm. and peace does not, and joy does not have to be tied to the outcome or desire. We, we have that available to us right now if we choose it. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's a, my thing. It's a choice. Yeah. What about you? I am um, moving at my own pace. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm doing differently. I am not, um, you know, even with like the house, I have people saying, well, why don't you do this now? And why don't you do that now? And I'm like, it will get done when it gets done. I'm moving at my own pace. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the fertility clinic check on me twice in the past two weeks. Like, you know, what what's next? What are, you know, what are we doing? And I'm like, I'm still processing. I'll mm-hmm. get back to you. Like mm-hmm. I can go at my own pace and I and and be comfortable and confident in that. So mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, I am doing what it is that I want to do. When I want to do it, of course, with God in there too, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not allowing the pressure, uh, the pressures of other people, um, or even society's timeline, mm-hmm. define how fast I move. That's good. Move at your own pace. Another nugget. This is this little episode was supposed to be a, uh, just a quick little recap, but it's giving sermon. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and this is something I've I've probably known before, but it's just a a testament in this season. Our lives are legit living sermons Mm -hmm. if we allow them to be. That's right. Um, Somebody said, don't just read the Bible, be the Bible. Mm. I thought that was so good. 
that was good. And to be the Bible, you have to read the Bible. Yeah, that too. Know too what you know what you're supposed to be. <laughs> Everybody uh, want to cherry pick and you know use scriptures to judge others and not be accepting and loving and all this and that. But honestly, to live and to be um, is really founded in love. And so hopefully I hope that's what you all are getting out of this community as well. Just finding love for God, self and others. So, all right. What else we got? What are you most looking forward to in the season ahead? Outside of all of the holiday treats. Okay, because I love a I love a seasonal spice. Mm. Outside of that, it's got to be the launch of the Love Goods Company. So I have another air horn here. (laughs) I have teased this for some time, but I have been working very diligently. Um, Team of two, we've been working very diligently on the launch, which is set for October, and it's going to be. Um, curated, ready-to-ship gift boxes to help practice self-love in any season of life. So mm-hmm. help practice self-love just because um, or because you're at a, a particular milestone. So there's a collection of gifts that'll be coming out, the Be Love Collection, um, that all start with B's birthday, bridal, baby, breakup, and bereavement um, that help you us to- come on a little Alliteration. That's what I do, um, that allow us to send love to others in different seasons of life. And then there'll also be some holiday gift boxes and some limited edition boxes that are coming out, but curated gift boxes that really grew out of uh, my work with Love Madden. And a part of that will be two new products that are launching that are exclusive to Love Madden. They'll be in the boxes, but they'll also be in the Love Madden shop. Mm. Um in the beginning of 2021, I did a love series and I came out with a card deck mm-hmm. that was, was so you know, popular. came out to critical acclaim. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I have created um, a number of card decks um, for all different seasons of life. So that one was practicing love. So that one's been kind of repackaged and revamped and come back out. But practicing joy, practicing grace, practicing peace, practicing kindness. Um, and they are attached to those same sort of life milestones. So bridal, baby, birthday, mm-hmm. bereavement, and breakup. And so if you have someone who's hit a milestone, maybe you want to package into some other gift or you don't want to order the whole gift box from Love Goods, mm-hmm. but you want to create, um, help them create a practice of self-love in that season, those cards will be up in the Love Madden shop very soon as well. So I'm just excited about that. And then the other piece is um, my very first uh, journal, full journal. So I've had some workbooks and small journals, but the gratitude and grace journal will be coming out this fall as well. Um, she's going to print this week. We just came through final editing. She's looking good. So I am very excited to dig into this practice of daily gratitude, grace, and habit tracking with you all. Um, so we can kind of, yeah, so we can kind of work through this together. So, um, more to come on that. I think I'm going to do like a whole video where I kind of walk through it and Mm -hmm. share more about it with the launch and all that good stuff. But, um, both of those items will also be available in exclusive box sets. So look out for love goods co. Yes. What she's saying is get your coins ready. Get your coins ready. I'm going to have to go find some in the (laughs) sofas. 
whatever cushion. In the new house. <laughs> as the old people used to say. <laughs> and right now, like I said, everything is set to go live. And so um, if you follow at Love Goods Co. on Instagram, um, hopefully, if they don't, if the algorithm is not hating, you will see that announcement on Love Goods Co., but also on Love Madden. So um, I haven't done this for mm-hmm. anybody's account, but supposedly if you turn on like notifications for an account, it True. will sh- make that person always show up show in up. your feed. So yeah. turn on your notifications for Love ding, Goods Co, for Love, Love Madden, Madden, for Tenille Daniels. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just go ahead and throw me in there too. Throw us in. <laughs> throw us all in. Turn on the notifications. So, but if you follow that text, okay, oh, 202-933-9222, you will get the text. <laughs> or the email. Um, so however it's best for me to reach you, I will do my best to, to get at you, even if you're not on social. Because a lot of people are kind of like, oh, I'm off Instagram. I'm over it. So, mm. so yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. I'm actually also going to be sending an email about how you can support me in this new endeavor in general. Um, I am moving into a vulnerable space now where I'm, you know, I'm launching this thing full time and there's people who listen to this podcast, which is free and all the content that I create, which is free. And a lot of listeners have said, Hey, if there was a way to support you, I would love to do that. You know, I'd love to buy you a coffee or buy you lunch or provide some support for all that I'm getting out of this podcast. So, um, it'll be a link in the show notes, but also I'll be sending out an email, um, kind of like a business shower. If you want to Show me a little love, show me a little support as I move into this new season. I will graciously accept. So, yeah. And I think there's a lesson right there, right? So, you're not, I don't, um, I'm not saying you're asking Mm -hmm. for like a handout or anything, right? But you have given so much to the world and- um, you know, like you said, people have asked for the for how they best can best support mm-hmm. you, and you are just being very clear in the ask. Yeah. Sometimes people won't let their pride let allow them. them to ask. Exactly. And, so, and I'm yeah. letting y'all know if y'all want to show sister some love, I will accept all love offerings. Yeah, that's right. Ain't no pride, ain't no shame in my game. I'm. <laughs> gotta be humble. I am gainfully okay. self-employed, but until these boxes launch. <laughs> Yeah, bills to pay. We out here. <laughs> All right. What are you most looking forward to in the season ahead? What am I looking forward to in the season ahead? I would have to say the launch of um, season three. Yes. Of, uh, Overreaction podcast. Um, season one and two were really focused on my personal journey. Mm-hmm. And the podcast will continue to focus on that. But I'm excited that I'm going to be bringing in the stories of other women um, in season three. And so that is really exciting. Um, it'll be launching in a, a few weeks. So get ready for that. And then the other thing that I'm just going to put out here right now, because um, I want you all to be able to get your items together, mm-hmm. is that I am hosting a holiday decor yard sale um, on yes. Saturday, October the 15th. Um, information will be coming out very soon about that. But if you're anything like me, you like to switch up your whole holiday decor vibe every year or every couple years. Mm-hmm. And then you're left with 50 million ornaments, leopard ornaments in my case, because I've done leopard a couple years, that you're like, what am I going to do with this stuff now, right? But there's someone else out in the world who might not want to go to Hobby Lobby or Michael's and buy leopard ornaments, you know, at full price, because Mm -hmm. they might not use them that much. So I thought that the holiday decor yard sale was a perfect opportunity for people to... Genius. 
clear out their holiday decor from their home that they're not using anymore to make space for more decor. Exactly. Make space for more stuff. Make space for more stuff. I, I already have my tree theme for this year, Ooh. and I don't think I have much in the current arsenal that's going to fit this current thing. So yes. you can sell at the um, holiday decor yard sale. You can shop. Yes. And then, yeah, it'll be an amazing time. You know, anything that I do has to be an experience. Yes. So it just won't be your, like, run-of-the-mill yard sale. So look out for that and support if you can. I cannot wait. I know our next question is anything that's on the horizon for the community. So yeah, that, that was, was yours. Like yeah. yeah. And I think that was mine, too. Also, I guess I will put a tickler in your ear um, that I'm planning, finally planning an event for the community in November. Um, I talked about doing a retreat and a summer series and so many things have happened with me personally and trying to foreshadow pregnancy and all that kind of stuff that have made it super challenging. Um, so that's still on the horizon for the long term. but, um, I said, let's go ahead and and get something finally done. So, um, save the date. It's going to be the weekend, um, following Thanksgiving. So it'll be Thanksgiving oh, weekend, after, the okay. Sunday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right after Thanksgiving. Oh, so okay. save the date. Um, I don't want to scoop the announcement because I'm hosting it with someone else, but the announcement is coming very soon. And if you like are not nosy, but if you follow the tea leaves, you might know who it is. If you follow the tea leaves, follow your nose. That's cute. <laughs> All right. Last question. I'm going to ask you first. How are you taking care of yourself in this season? How am I taking care of myself in this season? I think I alluded to it a little bit earlier when I said I'm moving at my own pace. I'm really just trying not to be overly committed. Um, I'm just, if I want to sleep, I'm going to sleep. If Mm -hmm. I want to go hang out, I'm going to go hang out. But really just doing things, listening to what my body is telling me that I need Mm -hmm. in that moment. Um, So that's how I'm taking care of myself in this season. Also, I was actually telling Maddie right before we got on this call that after my little Europe gallivanting, my little 40-year-old, well, I'm 41, Mm -hmm. my little 41-year-old knees are just not doing what they're supposed to, okay? (laughs) So your girl is going to have to figure something out. So if you got some recommendations on... I don't know, collagen, pills, glucosamine, chondroitin, DVD, play, whatever they call it. Giving geriatric. <laughs> this is giving I geriatric millennial. <laughs> I said, oh no. I said, I refuse to go out like this. I refuse. So I'm starting, I'm trying to start early. I mean, I guess yes. if had I started earlier, I wouldn't be having this pain right now. But yeah. here we yeah, are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> All right. What about you? I um, We have another vacation planned. So y'all know that's my thing. So we're going on vacation at the end of October, me and the hubs. And then we have another family vacation planned in December. Um, so I'm looking forward to those things. And those are part of my self-care. I also have a staycation planned. Um, so I'll be doing a little spying. And then you I also a have a little a lot of patience, honey. For somebody with no, with no <laughs> the Lord will <laughs> these things are pre-planned and prepaid. Okay, guys. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm a plan. Now, if you don't hear us going nowhere in 2023, that's the after. 
I think we're going to be okay. Um, no, you will be. So we have those things planned. Um, and also living in the city, I've been doing a lot more walking and mm-hmm. eating clean. And so since um, last year I had talked a lot about sort of getting off and on the wagon, but this year I've been really consistent with my health. I am down from my largest weight last year, I'm down like 11 or 12 pounds, but this year I'm down almost nine pounds, eight pounds and some change. And so um, I'm just feeling better. I know that I have more that I want to do to get to my goal weight, but I can feel me getting in better shape just in terms of like cardiac and maintenance and not being out of breath and strength and all that kind of stuff. So I am, like you said, at your own pace, I'm slowly but surely getting there. So my focus has really been on my physical health. Um, and I'm just excited to see some results because it seems like you're doing stuff for a while before the results kick in. And so now I'm getting into the crossing the threshold from sort of health maintenance to actually seeing some weight loss, which I'm um, excited about. So that's how I'm taking care of myself. Lots of walks. I love it. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. I had a word. Oh. I have a word. All right. So let me go ahead and give you all this word. So I had a scripture. It's crazy because not until after I had written this word did I realize that this was the scripture for acceptance, which is what I'm going to be talking about uh, next week. Yeah. So I, I changed next week's scripture because I thought this message was so important. So we might go a little over, but I want to give this to y'all. So the scripture that came to me was Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm-hmm. And we hear it a lot for the, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And that's well and good and cute. But I think it's important for us to have some context mm-hmm. around that. Mm-hmm. So I started reading um, the whole chapter. Yeah. Yes. I read the whole chapter, Jeremiah 29. Because one thing we're going to do, we're going to skip the part. We're going to skip the fire, the flood, the famine, yes. <laughs> and go straight to his hopes and dreams to prosper us. So I'm going to share with you all verses, not the whole thing, because you know you can do that on your own time. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to share with y'all not just verse 11, but I want to start at verse 4 through 14 and read you just a little bit of context because the people of Israel, they were in exile. So this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says to those that I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Verse 5 says this, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what you produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so they too can have sons and daughters. Increase in number, do not decrease while you're there. This is why you're in exile. This is why you're in waiting. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. So peace and prosperity in your season of waiting. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. But this is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope in the future. 
Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from the nations and the places where I have banished you. And I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. So here's my message for this, this week. It's about waiting well. Mm. Yes, today's verse makes an encouraging and a comforting promise that we share. I know the plans that I have for you. I'm going to prosper you and I'm not going to harm you and I'm going to give you hope in the future. And we love that for us, Mm -hmm. but it's important for us to look at the context and it's important for us to glean from that while what we can practice while we are in our own season of waiting. Um, God says in the text to be careful not to listen to false prophets or teachers or preachers or Mm -hmm. dreams, but to talk with and hear directly from him. Um, There's a command in there for us to reach out to him. And he and only he can let us know when he will make good on his promises. And God talks here and elsewhere throughout the Bible about trusting his timing and waiting on the appointed time. Mm. In this case, it was a lifetime. It was 70 years. Mm. Um, and because of that, I think it's important for us to, to glean. And this is what I took from it, that we're commanded that during our wait, we should be waiting. Well, he says mm-hmm. to build and to settle, to sow and to grow, um, to marry, to marry and to find peace and to find prosperity while in exile, mm-hmm. not just to be, you know, downtrodden and depressed, yeah. and, mm-hmm. but to be even in your wait, mm-hmm. even when you have been banished, understanding that. His promises are on his time, but in mm-hmm. the meantime, he is still with us. Yeah. He is still caring for us. So I just want to encourage you all with that, not just about the hope for the future, but the hope that you have in right now, mm. that you can be flourishing, that you can be living well, even in your season of waiting. God's promises will be made good in his time, but in the meantime, we should be believing and waiting well. So here are three Ps for today. And this is what I want us to get used to for the season. We're going to have three Ps every week, a passage of prayer and the practice. So the passage is Jeremiah 29, 11. The prayer is this, God, thank you for your promises that are made good. Thank you that I don't have to rely on my timing and my plans, but that you have plans for me. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of having faith so that I can put my hope in you. Help me to yield to your divine timing. Help me to wait well. Help me to stay connected to you in the wait and allow me not to put my hope into the false promises and prophecies of others, but to rely on your truth. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And this is our practice. This week, I will consider what I'm waiting on in this season. I will commit to waiting well. I will not be stagnant in my season of waiting, Mm. but I will live and sow and grow, and I will recommit myself to my relationship with God in the meantime. So with that, I wish you all a wonderful week. Wait well. Yes. We'll see you on episode one. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self-Love Podcast with Matt and Nishete Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-M.